1: Blog Talk Radio I grabbed the mic and try to stay yes short
0: Fans and welcome to another episode of World Championship Boxing. Today we are talking about the Ring magazine awards for two thousand sixteen. And I'm joined once again by one silver. What's up, man?
1: Hey, good good afternoon, Logan. Good afternoon, Fight Fans, as we recap the Ring Boxing Awards for two thousand sixteen and compare them to ours.
0: Yeah, so uh a little bit more devi- I think there was like last time we pretty much matched up with them except for one, right?
1: It, it, since we started doing the show back in 2012, we've been, us us and Ring Magazine up until last year was basically on the same page. The last year we worked except for a couple of awards. This year, I don't, know, it, <laughs> I don't know, what the fuck the editors were looking at. I mean, there was one that we clearly got wrong. I cannot argue I, I fucked up on the event of the year. It right. definitely was the death of Muhammad Ali. And how could I I mean that made so much attention. He was on the news 24 hours for two
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean that's hard to I mean we were thinking about in terms of boxing events. We were know, thinking – Well,
1: I mean there was no greater boxing figure, no greater athletic figure in the, in the history of the world right. than Muhammad Ali. So that that definitely I give that to Ring, credit to Ring Magazine for that. That'll be the first of what we go over. The event of the year. The memorial funeral service of Muhammad Ali, middle of June uh, last year, he died on June 3rd, and two weeks later, a sensational memorial took place in his hometown of Louisville, Kentucky. I mean, hundreds of thousands of people lined up in the streets to to give this man his final um, goodbye. You had dignitaries from all over the world, and the only reason President Obama wasn't there it was because it conflicted. It was his daughter's graduation day, so he couldn't be in two places at once. But I mean, since I mean, that definitely is the event of the year. And
0: yeah, man. dude, Obama, Obama should have skipped that graduation because without Muhammad Ali, there would be no Obama.
1: <laughs> How do you tell that to your daughter, man? Come on, <laughs>
0: dude, it's Muhammad Ali's thing, man. Come on.
1: I tell you one thing I ain't gonna lie, I would have skipped my daughter's graduation. <laughs> I watch
0: it on TV, yeah. So
1: I'm like, like, sweetheart, just record it for me uh, when I get home. Uh, we'll, we'll watch it. Don't worry about it. I, I'll I'll send you a gift. <laughs> yeah, it'll
0: be a pain in the ass for me to be there anyway. All the Secret Service.
1: <laughs> I know, I know. The president attending his daughter's graduation. Imagine the security detail and everything. <laughs> that must have been a nightmare.
0: But anyway. <laughs> So this
1: he has, a whole, he has a whole section to himself.
0: <laughs> so this thing they tell they this thing was on TV and stuff. I mean, because I, I, I wasn't really following. Yes,
1: yes, I recorded it. I recorded oh, okay. it. The, the entire memorial was on television. Um, and I mean, you had dignitaries from all over the world that spoke, and he had. Uh, it was just tremendous, tremendous. His wife gave a beautiful speech. His wife Lonnie. It was a it was a beautiful ceremony. I recorded it. I I, I recorded it to. To, to a DVD, and I'm keeping that for the rest of my life. Uh show everybody that needs to be seen. It's on YouTube. The entire thing's on YouTube. Just type in Muhammad Ali Memorial. Of you want... One of the greatest send-offs ever, and it, it only, only deservedly so, because he's one of the two or three most famous people in the history of the world. Now, did
0: did Muhammad Ali write stuff? Because I my understanding was that he was of complete sound mind, like that underneath that
1: he always wrote, let me tell you something, up until he got real sick and maybe three, four months ago, up until he got re- very sick, Logan, up until three, four months before his death, he would sit down and, and his wife talks about this all the time. He would get hundreds of letters a day, and he would make a concerted effort to respond to every one of these letters. Yeah, I guess he figured, look, if they went through trouble and found my address, I guess I I should just... So he would he would sit he would write all the time even with his hands shaking and everything he was still white and his his, his wife would be like Ali you got to rest you got to rest and he knows but did he come out with
0: book he came out with some books right
1: well he wrote his the the very first book on his life he wrote the greatest um, oh
0: and that's pretty good
1: yeah I mean from his perspective you know when you write your own book it's it's heavily biased. I don't care who you are. Anybody who writes their biography is heavily biased. But the greatest biography, and I highly recommend it, was a book published in 1991 by Thomas Hauser, The Life and Times of Muhammad Ali.
0: Yeah, because Muhammad Ali, I mean, he had a lot to say. He had a a whole philosophy, man. Like, that guy was such a deep thinker in many ways. He wasn't just a boxer. He solely
1: transcended the sport. Why he was the single most... Influential athlete in the history of of the world, and one of the two or three most famous people in the history of the planet.
0: Do you think he was the most, this like the smartest boxer that we've ever seen? Because
1: oh, w- w- without a doubt, without a doubt, it's not even close.
0: Yeah, he's, his IQ must have been through the roof. Because uh,
1: I mean, this man—I mean, the the—I mean, he would he would dine with kings and presidents, and he he, he would. When, when he was in exile back in the in the mid mid to late sixties, he would lecture on ca- college campuses. And you can, can you imagine a Floyd Mayweather or or a Tiger Woods lecturing a fucking college campus?
0: <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Tiger Woods would just be like trying to get laid, you know, like but
1: the. <laughs> hey, hey, you, you blondie back there.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's got to be a blonde, but. uh <laughs> So 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 anyway, that that's the event of the year. I I I, I, just, I agree. What was our event of the year again?
1: Our event of the year was the Ward Kovalev fight. Oh come on, which yeah. Was the, which was one of the runner-ups on, on on the, well, look, in the Ring Awards. Well, look, pure
0: boxing, yes, pure boxing.
1: Pure, but but for for worldwide stance, it's not even close. Yeah. One of the biggest events of the 21st century, the death and funeral of Muhammad Ali. Now we go to the next award. As we go, we we go backwards. No, Ring Magazine didn't have a network of the year And so we'll leave that alone Ours was HBO Comeback Fighter of the Year Ours Was Abner Mares And Ring Magazine And I can't argue with this selection It was a decent selection Andre Ward
0: Well that was our runner up I think Say that again I think that was our runner up
1: Andre Ward was our runner up Yes he was our runner up And So I can't argue with HBO's picker Andre Ward and comeback fight of the year, shit, comeback fight of the year, because he was way behind in that fight when he got knocked out and took a drubbing for the first five rounds until he found the way to come back and win a very, a, a very narrow decision. He won by one point on all three scorecards.
0: And that we're talking about um, um, this is a, is is this the award of comeback fight of the year or or no? Yeah,
1: comeback fighter, comeback fighter of the year, a guy who. After a year or two of of um, not accomplishing a lot or being retired or 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 right, just right. out of boxing,
0: he's been out of boxing. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. And, no, but suppose. What?
0: No, I was asking because I thought there was a category for like comeback of the year, like in terms of like if you're down, like like what what um, what Marquez did to um, Diaz or is that Diaz? Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, yeah. The, 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 I, I, I There's never been. That's never been a category. Usually something like that is a fight of the year, which was right. which that Marquez Diaz fight was the fight of the year that year.
0: Or like performance of the year or something. but Right,
1: right. Something like that, yes.
0: But we should have something like that in ours because I think there's going to be fights like that that uh, we should highlight. But anyway, yeah, so...
1: I mean, and, and we've covered a lot of those fights over the years, both historically and present.
0: Right, right. But... Um, Well, look, we'll keep an eye out. Maybe we'll make a new category for that one. But anyway, so go to the uh, next one. Well, talk about the the winner in this that they chose and and what you thought about.
1: Well, Andre Ward, after destroying Chad Dawson in 2013, the Dead Light Heavyweight Champion of the World, Chad Dawson, Andre Ward for the next two to three years might have fought only two or three times because he was engaged in a contractual war. Andre Ward was involved in a contractual war with his promoters, uh, Dan Goosen. Um, it wasn't until Dan Goosen died in 2014, either late 2014 early 2015, in which Andre Ward was able to get his career back on track, culminating with the November 19th of victory over Andre uh, over Sergey Kovalev in one of the best fights of 2000.
0: And still... A, a, a very divi- divi- dividing fight yeah, among and, fans.
1: And, and negotiations for the rematch have been held. Have they? They. They, still have a, they still haven't signed the rematch. This shit should have been signed minutes after the first fight. Both fighters are arguing over money. Both promoters, venues, oh, nine. I, it doesn't make sense that these guys already, December Jets, it's been three months and, and no signed contract. What's going on?
0: Look, it's going to be another close fight, so... We're going to see, I think, uh, a third one, probably.
1: Yeah, but, I mean, let's get the second one on going. There was so much momentum coming off the first one. You know you know how, how, how life is. If, you, you, uh, if you're not seen, you're forgotten.
0: The big question is, has Andre Ward figured out Kovalev?
1: Well, we won't know until they get back in the ring. So well,
0: what do you, you think? They... You you say he has.
1: I will then again, we don't know. Depending on the, when the next fight happens, if it happens this year, I would favor Ward. If it happens next year, Ward will be a year older. I'd favor Kovalev.
0: Mm. Very I, interesting.
1: They got to get this rematch going. This
0: is this is one for the ages. Here we're witnessing real history. Here, so it'll happen. We, we they're not going to be as bitchy as uh, Pacquiao Mayweather. I'll tell you that. But uh, they all they all get bitchy though. I don't get it. But same with you know it's happening with Floyd and. Uh, McGregor, but uh, we'll see yeah, but, what
1: happens. Yeah, yeah. Floyd holds all the fucking uh, apples in that one. He holds all the apples. Yeah. McGregor's going to fight him in a boxing match. It's not going to be an MMA fight. And Floyd is, is going to make easy money because that fight won't go two rounds.
0: <laughs> it's going to be fun to watch if they do it. I think they should. But
1: I will order the fight because you might see for the first time ever on pay per view a, a murder.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it will be one to watch. Anyway, so we'll talk about. Uh, okay, so we'll keep going. Then uh, we we talked about, okay. of course, your pick the up, and the,
1: up, the upset, the upset of the year. Our upset of the year was Jezreel Corrales' shocking second round knockout of Ta- uh, Takashi, a long time junior lightweight champion, Takashi Uchiyama. Ring Magazine upset of the year, and I can't argue with this one. And. Um, by the way, our, our pick, Corrales Uchiyama, was their runner-up. So it wasn't... So It, it, wasn't, it wasn't a conversation. Their upset of the year was Joe Smith's shocking first-round knockout of Andre Fanfora, the fight before he put Bernard Hopkins into permanent retirement.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, and, and that happened... In the, the Hopkins fight, of course, happened in 2017,
1: right? No, no, no. Both fights happened in 2016. Smith's shocking upset... And Bernard sits back. Oh, there's a- Oh,
0: so yeah, that's right. Bernard happened before the turn of the. Th- but then he, but he, I thought would be one a big upset too. But I guess now he's so old and they favored him.
1: Well, both, both, both fights were upset. Right. But the first fight, I they they I guess they gave it to the first fight because because that put Joe Smith on the mat. No one, no one knew about Joe Smith before he knocks out the number one contender, Andre Fonfara, in the very first round with a spectacular left So
0: does that show you that he's he was underrated?
1: Yeah, but the thing is, no one had ever seen him outside of Long Island, New York.
0: And you don't think he's that good?
1: I, 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 I think compare him to the light heavyweights on top, Adonis Stevenson, Andre Ward, Sergey Kovalev, he doesn't, I mean, Andre Ward would, would just beat him for twelve rounds, but Kovalev and 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 Stevenson would knock him out inside three.
0: Well, he's he's definitely strong and he can punch. And well,
1: he's got a great punch, but he's one dimensional. I mean, he.
0: So what would I'm Hopkins? Sure. Would Hopkins would have taken care of him easily, like five years ago?
1: Oh, without a doubt, without a doubt, and even in the fight with a uh, Smith. Hopkins had his moments. He landed several shots. and just he wasn't the same fighter.
0: Well, also, too, he fell through the goddamn ropes, man. Come on. Oh, like, I mean, that he was... He fell
1: through the ropes because he got fucking knocked the fuck out. It wasn't like he was shoved. He, he he got hit with a combination and boom, down he goes. He was out before his head hit the fucking... Dude, if he,
0: the funny thing is, man, like... It's that shit was just so perfect for him to go out like that. Like that's just the way you, you know. Like Bernard Hoskins had to get out; otherwise, he would have never left that ring, man. It, <laughs> I'm right. He would have kept fighting. Oh man,
1: he's 60 years old, still fighting for a title. <laughs> yeah, he needed to
0: get knocked the fuck out the ring onto the cement floor oh, and do a God. back bump. Like a flat yeah. back. Like, he basically did what um, Mick Foley used to do, remember, when he was No, uh, that
1: was the equivalent of Mick Foley off the cage. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the <other tank. laughs> well,
0: actually, before that, he was in WCW taking flat back bumps. Oh, just,
1: yeah. That, a match we covered on our wrestling program against Sting where uh, Sting su- a back suplexed him off the concrete.
0: <laughs> that hurts, man. Anyway, so much respect to that guy. So, Fanfara... Uh, is uh, was is where's he doing now? Is he trying to rehabilitate? I, I,
1: I don't think he's fought since get knocked out by Smith, but he's still a, a, a matter of fact. That would be a rematch worth putting together. Hell yeah, for yes, that's a fight. Would, that's definitely a fight because Fonferra is a tremendous fighter, and I got to give Smith credit. He beat a highly rated fighter, and then he beat a legend. And so, 2000. If he does nothing else, the rest of his career. 2016 will be a year he could always look on as why, a highlight.
0: Why isn't he Rookie of the Year? Well,
1: he wasn't Rookie of the Year because he even he's been fighting professionally three, four years.
0: I see. So he's not he's he's newcomer of the year kind of. But uh, yeah, uh, but
1: he, he's the the, the uh, out of nowhere. Yeah. Of
0: God, man, we need some new categories this year, man. There's like some crazy. Anyway, yeah. so this guy comes along and he just changes. And then, um, so let's move on to the next one.
1: The round of the year, our round of the year was the 12th round between Orlando Salido and Francisco Vargas in a great war. But uh, the Ring Magazine, and I didn't see this fight. This was on the fucking undercard on CBS Sports Network, and um, Jim Ross might have been announcing this fight. Really? I never knew, uh, two fucking crossroad fighters, two journeymen, Sk- Skender Halili, versus Jason Thompson, the second round of their fight. I don't know where Ring Magazine found this. Must have been one of their writers was up at 2 in the morning watching CBS Sports Network, saw this fight, and said, you know what, brought it to their attention, and then they ruled that this would be their round of the year. The most obscure fight ever to be given an award in the history of the Ring Magazine Awards.
0: Yeah, this is like Meltzer giving the six stars to, like... uh...
1: (laughs) It's
0: a geek. It's a. It's all about being a geek. But uh, yeah. Oh yes,
1: yes, yes, yes. Well, the Vargas Toledo was one of the runner-ups, but this, this was. Uh, I mean, come on. Round of the year is supposed to be a fight that uh, a a round in a great fight of a great matchup that's on television. Not no six-round fight on the undercard of a card that ten people attended.
0: Yeah. That's weird. So his his um, so so he,
1: what,
0: what, so you didn't even watch this fight right because I, I didn't look at it. I
1: didn't even hear about this fight until I bought this magazine a week ago. So
0: you weren't able to find it on YouTube.
1: I didn't even bother. Okay. All right. So
0: you guys can look it up. So let's well, go to the next look, one.
1: Look it up. You. you oh. Uh, you, you you judge for yourself. Let's now, just talk about, goes,
0: before you go to that one, let's talk about a couple that were that year, though. We I, th- I saw there was a couple during the uh, Kovalev um, Ward fight. I thought were pretty contenders.
1: Also, our runner-up was the Kevin Thurman, the Keith Thurman. Oh, yeah. Ninth Brown, which wow. was one of their runner-ups in a, in a great fight, a fight that I attended, a tremendous fight, and it, it, one of the best fights I've ever seen live in my entire lifetime, and that ninth round was rocket. That entire fight was rocket, and the Keith Thurman, Danny Garcia fight in two weeks. Oh, yeah. Will be a tremendous fight, the fight that we will cover on a fight recap the following day.
0: Okay, let's go to the next one.
1: Now we go to the knockout of the year, and finally an award that Ring Magazine agrees with us. Canelo Alvarez is one punch, right cross, almost killing Amir Khan in the sixth round.
0: Right, definitely. Um, I mean, he which, was all, it was a setup to begin with, but whatever.
1: We, look, we knew the only way the world Amir Khan would have won this fight is if he killed Can- Canelo with a gun. I mean, he fought well for the first three, four rounds. But Canelo knew eventually he was going to get to this China chin motherfucker. And finally, in the sixth round, he lands a spectacular right cross and... Khan might have just gotten up a, a week ago. <laughs> what
0: was the last time Con even fought?
1: Since. He hasn't fought since. then.
0: No, but when was the last time he fought uh, before that? Not even like I it had been like a couple years. No, right?
1: he hasn't had. That was the first big fight a Con had since Danny Garcia knocked him the fuck out three years ago.
0: Yeah, he's he's been sort of like he was overhyped to begin with, and he,
1: uh, he always had a china chin, and in the history of boxing, unless you are a spectacular athlete like Roy Jones was until he lost his step and then he started getting put to sleep, you cannot have a chin like that and be an all-time great. It's impossible unless you're blessed with the athleticism of a Roy Jones. If you look at the greatest fighters in the history of boxing, the the top 20 greatest fighters in the history of boxing, Jones is the only guy in that top 20 with a china chin.
0: You, you, in fact, most really great fighters have always enjoyed a strong chin.
1: Bernard Hopkins, Muhammad Ali, Roberto Duran, Sugar Ray Leonard, the list is all these, Marvin yeah. Hagler. All these guys had rock solid chin. They used to
0: accuse Muhammad of being having a china chin. I don't know why. Was, but, but
1: then when he lost the step, unlike Roy Jones, you couldn't put him away. Right, right.
0: Instead, he ended up fucking. At least Joy, Roy Jones can talk, you know, like like.
1: Oh, uh, I, I don't know how long that's gonna last. He's still fighting. He fought Friday.
0: He did. Yeah. Oh, that guy, man. <laughs> he's he needs the Bernard Hopkins treatment. That's what he needs.
1: And he's 48 years old. He's the same age as me, he, and this motherfucker's still fighting. You know what he what? should do?
0: He should challenge Joe Smith, man. He should be like, I'm gonna avenge my buddy. <laughs> not be
1: surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. Shit. I wouldn't be surprised if that fight happened. <laughs>
0: Let him get knocked out of the ring again, just like his buddy. Um, <laughs> wow, man. he's he's Talk about Danny Glover of boxing, man, getting too over this shit, man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, now we go to the fight of the year. Once again, Ring Magazine in agreement with us. The only two awards that we agreed on. The Orlando Salido-Francisco Vargas 12-round draw from last June in which is, was a tremendous fight. I mean, and both these fighters never going to be the same. Matter of fact, Vargas, just a, a month ago, engaged in another great fight in which he was almost killed against Miguel Burchell. Miguel chopped him up. His left eye was completely closed. His right eye was bleeding. His forehead was protruding. The referee would stop this fight. Finally, in the 11th round, they stopped this fight. That's a candidate for 2017. 2016, Vargas and Salido, and it was the second consecutive year. Salido was both R and, HB and the Ring Magazine's fight of the year. Vargas doesn't have much left. He's the new Arturo Gatti. And it's that, that, And anybody that has fought with that type of style, Arturo Gatti, Master Style Mohammed, Bobby Chicole, has end up with severe mental issues later on in their career. Matter of fact, all three of the guys that I just talked about are all dead. You, know? you can look at that in the future.
0: Yeah, you got to chill out, man. Figure out a better way oh, to no, play.
1: no, his style is set stone. He ain't going to keep fighting. Yeah, I him. know, I know. He's got to quit. <laughs>
0: um, so you got so so then you so you're. What are some of the runners up for this category?
1: All right. Well, you know the Keith Thurman Sean Porter yeah. fight, uh, fight, one of the best fights I ever attended. Uh, you had the Roman Gonzalez Carlos Quadras fight, in which Gonzalez was given the toughest fight as, of his career as he as he won a twelve round decision, but Quadras gave him hell in, in what was a tremendous war.
0: Yeah. The the uh, the w- w- would the Ward Kovalev fight be?
1: Yes, that was in also, that conversation. That also, yeah, that was awesome. yeah. It, being that that was one of those one of the rare fights over in which you had two skilled great fighters engaged in an entertaining fight, a la Sugar Ray Leonard versus Tommy Hearns from back in the day.
0: So maybe we should also have a pre-please retire award. Um, but oh, I guess oh well,
1: well, <laughs> well that would have to go to Roy Jones Jr. and James
0: Tony. Please retire. Tony's fighting too. <laughs>
1: Oh my
0: god. At least Holyfield's out the game finally.
1: Yeah, and and, and then uh and then and then um, Hopkins. So there you go. So these two need to go. All
0: right? <laughs> is that is that all the awards now?
1: No, the final award, the the boxing M V P, the fighter of the year, our fighter of the year was Terrace Crawford. Crawford was the runner up. HBO this I mean HBO Ring magazine gave their award to Carl Frampton. Um, I, 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 the second year in a row, a British fighter wins the fighter of the year from, from Ring Magazine. That's never happened before. And once again, the wrong choice. I can't see how this guy could be fighter of the year over Terrence Crawford or Vasiliy Lomachenko. If it wasn't Crawford, it should have been Lomachenko, not Carl Frampton. I understand they gave it to Frampton. Because he beat Leo Santa Cruz, but two weeks ago in Brooklyn, three weeks ago in Brooklyn, Santa Cruz beat Frampton in the rematch, just you know shoving that pick down the Ring Magazine's face.
0: Wow, interesting. So it came. It must have been. It came out already, right? The they had already. Yeah,
1: well, the the you you can't count what happens in 2017 with what happened in 2016.
0: So no, but did did they when they made these.
1: They made these choices at the end of either late 2016 or early January. I see. The fight didn't happen until January 28th, so no, no. no. So they, you're right. They can't. They're not
0: allowed to factor that in. But I mean, it's kind of no, no, interesting.
1: No no, 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 no. No, but uh, Santa Cruz is now an early favorite for Fighter of the Year for 2017, avenging his loss.
0: Maybe comeback. <laughs> comeback. Right. Hey,
1: hey, there you go. That's who. That, that, that too. That too.
0: So he easily dealt with him
1: put it in the in Frampton's win over Santa Cruz, he dominated the fight, and in the rematch, Santa Cruz dominated Frampton. So mm. yeah, both both clear cut victories for both fighters as they negotiate for a third fight, which will probably happen later this year.
0: And you predict that uh
1: I predict Santa Cruz beating Frampton. He's good yeah. about him. Frampton's not that good of a fighter. He, he, he caught him. I mean he, he's better than Tyson Fury, who was last year's uh the worst Ring magazine fighter in the history of the of the of the, of the yeah they're course. not good on
0: this one they 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 fucked up last two the years
1: last two years I I mean uh, and I know a lot of British fans listen to this program and they'll probably be getting at me via Twitter or, or email but come on you can't you can't say that these guys were the fighters of the year the last two years I I don't know what's going on I, maybe Ring magazine has a huge circulation out in, in England and so they want to satisfy and, and um, <laughs> wow. Because well, I just don't understand it.
0: Well, it is it is true that there's, I think, uh, per capita, there are more uh, boxing fans in. Hey,
1: look, Anthony Joshua and Vladimir Klitschko just sold out Wembley Stadium.
0: There you go.
1: All right, for their rematch in April. All right? Where they, they're going to have about 60,000 people in that stadium.
0: That's going to be a fucking. That's going to be cool. That's going to be a good fight. Um... Yeah,
1: that's definitely going to be a good fight. And if Joshua wins,
0: God, man, we haven't had a good heavyweight fight ever.
1: And if Joshua beats Klitschko, he'll be the early favorite for the third consecutive year of ring I don't to be British.
0: When's the last time we had a good heavyweight fight? Seriously.
1: Oh, uh, uh, 2003, Lennox Lewis versus Vitaly Klitschko. Well, actually, yeah.
0: what happened now? The Tyson Fury fight against Klitschko, that wasn't that good, right?
1: Oh, that was horrible.
0: Yeah, that was shit. I mean, it had a good conclusion.
1: Klitschko did nothing in that fight but just show up.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, and, and did he clearly lose it?
1: Oh, he stood like a statue.
0: Yeah, okay. So it was it was a pretty...
1: might have landed 20 punches in 12 rounds.
0: So that wasn't a good fight. Anything that the Klitschko's have done... Actually, the Klitschko with Lennox Lewis.
1: Well, Vitaly Lewis was a tremendous war. Yeah. That was a great fight, yes.
0: You got to make the robot fight, man. That's the thing. <laughs> and and Lennox did and, that.
1: And, and Joshua will make Vladimir fight. Vladimir's on his last leg. I see Joshua putting the 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 Russian giant to sleep, putting him into retirement. And uh, we'll talk more about that as April comes. That fight is scheduled for April twenty ninth. Already sold out, Wembley Stadium. Anthony Joshua against Vladimir Klitschko unification world title fight.
0: So this this guy this guy that they've given the. Um fighter of the year award, too.
1: Carl Frappin.
0: Yeah. He's a heavyweight.
1: No! No, he's a featherweight.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. He's a featherweight. We're, okay, I'm just a Frappin,
1: he's a featherweight. He beat Scott Quigg to uh, unify two junior featherweight champions, and then instead of fighting Guillermo Riggedown, he moved up to featherweight to fight Leo Santa Cruz and beat Cruz in a very good fight.
0: So this guy is a British guy.
1: Yes. yes.
0: And he's... Um,
1: I, I believe he's, he's Irish, Irish Carlson. Oh, Irish,
0: okay. All right, man. Well, uh, let's so the, let's just look at some of the stuff that's coming up, and uh, why don't you let people know in terms of the fights that we will be covering.
1: Right. We got we got March 4th, Barclay Center, already the best matchup so far this year. Chief Thurman and Danny Garcia, the welterweight Unification title fight. I'm going to say this right now. If, if Thurman fights Garcia the way he fought, Sean Porter, he's going to be put to sleep. Thurman has tremendous boxing ability. He needs to rely on his jab, keep the fight outside. If he goes into a slugfest with Garcia, a la Porter, Garcia has much more power than Porter. This will be a, a very good to excellent to great fight. Um, a must-see. That's in two weeks, March 4th. Uh, Barclay Center will be on CBS primetime. CBS.
0: Nice, and we're going to cover that. And then the um, you, you said that the Kovalev Ward fight is going to happen this year. Yeah, number they two.
1: Have to, they have to sign. But right now, as far as fights coming up, that 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 um, we're looking forward that we'll, reco- we'll that we'll cover April twenty ninth. We just mentioned it. Anthony Joshua versus Vladimir Chris- Klitschko, uh, heavyweight unification title fight. And then the following week, uh, another massacre that will be occurring. Another knockout of the year. He might continue his streak. He's won the last two. Canelo Alvarez in Dallas, Texas, will defend his uh, middleweight world title, ring middleweight championship, against Julio Cesar Salad Jr. in what should be another destruction.
0: Oh, man, I was going to ask you about that guy, whether, where he was. Well, here he is. Well,
1: he'll be getting scraped off the canvas. Saturday night may sixth wow
0: man what why do you think he agreed to that? I guess he had no choice, but man
1: it's a lot of money that that Look. that fight's going to draw well. I mean shit, the son of a legend against the most popular Mexican on the planet right now yeah that he's for the big big business yeah so chavez has his wits about him to be able to spend any of that money.
0: <laughs> we'll see. All right, then. So that's these are some good stuff coming oh, up.
1: Also, next month, uh, I forgot to say this, March 25th, a very intriguing fight, the toughest fight of his career, Triple G against Danny Jacobs in a middleweight unification title fight, pay-per-view, Master Square Garden, May 25th, and Roman Gonzalez also fights on the undercard. card. Uh, so that should be a very interesting fight. I see uh, Triple G winning, but Jacobs has powered both hands, and he think's possible, put it this way: Daniel Jacobs is alive underdog, but I still see Triple G winning.
0: Then you get the super fight that we're trying to get here with Canelo.
1: Yeah, the... hopefully after these two win, this, win these fights uh, and, and I predict these, I predict September of this year uh, that you will finally see that fight between Canelo and Triple G.
0: Alright, sounds good, man So um, I will talk to you next week, man And uh, are we doing boxing next week?
1: Next week we're doing uh, uh, we, Next week we'll be doing two shows We'll be doing For Black History Month uh, Something the Lord Made Starring Mos Def And the, the the late, great Alan Rickman And we'll be doing a wrestling show You Check your old text um, Matter of fact, I'll tell you what the wrestling show is right now I'm on your old text I'm looking at it right now <laughs> to the wrestling fans out there, we will be doing. That yeah, was. Oh no, I haven't. I haven't given you. I haven't given you anything. My bad. So next week, we. I will text you later on today what wrestling show we'll be doing next week.
0: Okay then. All right. Thanks, definitely, man.
1: Definitely. the The movie. The movie will be. Something the Lord made, which is available for all you listeners out there, and for you too, Logan, on HBO on demand.
0: Right. Okay. We'll, we'll be checking that out for next week on the uh, Logan's Movie Review Show. Check out geekdom one hundred and one dot com for archives here and for lots of other great stuff. Juan Silva has lots of articles up there. Hey,
1: I just wrote two recent articles. I'm now everybody that's been that, that knows about the site knows about the the ten part series I did on the greatest R&B singers of all time. I concluded Yeah, great serious. I concluded that back in Christmas with Michael Jackson being number one. Well, now I'm doing the five greatest athletes of the 21st century, and the first two articles I wrote, number five, Floyd Mayweather, and uh, two days ago, number four, Tom Brady, coming off his great Super Bowl victory. And um, next week I'll be writing an article on the number three greatest athlete of the 21st century, LeBron James. So look out for that, and all of our podcasts – boxing and movie wise are on that website as well.
0: I know Serena's going to make it in there.
1: Well, I already wrote an article about her. She's number 2. And I wrote an article about her last summer, so that'll be a revise. So then you you got so basically you don't know who number 1 is. Number 5 is Floyd, number 4 is Tom Brady, number 3 will be LeBron James, number 2 is Serena. And um, I'll surprise you guys later on who, who number one is. Wow. Number one, he, the, the, yeah, you have to be a pretty great athlete to be on top of those guys. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I can't I wait to hear that. It ain't Tiger Woods.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not Tiger Woods. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Okay, man, so we'll be uh, looking forward to that uh, coming up in writing from you on uh, geekdom com, And uh, talk to you next week. Have a good week.
1: I will text you later on today, big man. Enjoy your week coming up. All right, peace.